Hello, everybody. I am Chocolatier Games, and I am joined here, as always, with Warsong. Hello. And today we are doing another episode of the Indie Spot podcast, but this one's a little bit different. Why don't you tell them what we're doing, Warsong? We've actually got a selection of three games, all indie titles, and they all follow the same basic thematic uh, idea, the same concept of your ruler and you need to figure things out. And and this gets bent a little bit towards the end, and you'll see why. Uh, but we'll go ahead and just jump in. What's up? All right, so our first game is a free browser game that you probably saw picked up by a lot of famous YouTubers. You saw Jacksepticeye and Markiplier touch this one for a bit, and this is Sort the Court. So, as I mentioned, Sort the Court is a free browser game where you are a king, and you have got to answer what to your citizens you have to they'll give you like a decree that will be like i need help with some money so that i can get a bakery and then you'll say yes or no and depending on that different things will happen to your gold your population your happiness and is there a fourth meter no there's only the three there's uh, okay. the happiness the gold and the population yeah, and you just spend the whole game managing those three and trying to build up the greatest kingdom. So, what are your thoughts on Sort the Court? I really enjoyed it. The time I spent with it, uh, the the very basics of the controls, you know, yes or no, uh, and also the way the game is designed. I'm gonna I'll go into that a little bit more once we get towards the end of this as well. But right off the bat, um, the ethics and morality are pretty easy to figure out. Don't do bad things, only do good things. Um, when a thief walks up to you and says, hey, you want me to steal from the rich? Well, I'll steal from everybody, but I'll give you the money. You know, And you say, well, no. It's like the character immediately goes, well, okay, that's great. You're taking the high road, so you know, I'll see you later. Later on, that same character comes back with some problems. You help that character sort them out. And that character later on comes back and says, hey, here's a gift. Don't ask me where it comes from. You know? And I'm sitting there at that point in time, at that point, it's like the morally ambiguous thing. I will sit there and go, all right, thank you for the gift. I'm not going to ask you where you got it from, but thank you for the gift. All right. And and later on down the line, I end up getting a, a you know, a really cool sword. And I end up giving that same character the sword. And this character goes out and slays a dragon with it, you know. So the person that might seem shifty and useless can actually be quite useful in the end. Yeah, and definitely um, games with morals like this are really good in the sense that you can, it really helps pad it out, like you can pad the game very easily, because you can play through the pure way, and then let's say you played that a couple times, or for a couple hours, and you get bored, well then you can start doing bad things, and letting that guy steal from everyone, and you'll get different paths based on that. So there's not a lot of random elements, but the scripted elements in this game are very well done. And very like very nice, and they feel good. I I liked it. Uh, the ultimate goal of that particular game is to get to the uh, Council of Crowns, uh, an elite group of five kingdoms that you know control pretty much everything. And uh, the option came early to me that it's like, oh hey, you know, if you help me arrest this guy, I'll, I'll make sure that you get admitted into the kingdom, the Council of Kings, and or Council of Kingdoms or whatever, Council of Crowns. And I was like, well, no, no, I'm going to make it on my own merits. Screw you. Fuck off. All right. So he does. And then later on, they come by and go, hey, 
you know, th that guy was actually a pretender. This guy's the actual guy you need to talk to. You know, thank you for, you know, dealing with this. Uh, hey, you want to be a member of the council? It's like, yes, yes, I do. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I built up a, a pretty decent situation. And the, I have to say, Chester is probably one of the most fun characters to have running around in that particular situation because uh, he keeps eating people. Yeah. And every time he eats people, uh, you can sit there and chastise him for it, but then he doesn't give you anything for it. You know, you just lost those people and gained a nothing. Um, if you sit there and go, all right, I forgive you, he hands you a wad of cash and says, okay, I won't do it again, but then he does it again. It's funny because he doesn't seem to grasp the morality that you just shouldn't eat people. So he'll be like, hey, can I go and eat some of your townspeople? Mm -mm. And you go, well, well, no, you can. He doesn't, he doesn't understand. He's like, well, why not? Uh, th there was also this ball of goo that kept showing up going, people keep calling you a slime ball. You are a slime ball. Go away. <laughs> I don't care about your feelings. If you don't like it, you can leave. I could take a minus one to my population and not really matter. It, you go, 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 go. And he ew, sits there and ew, goes, you, you, <laughs> go away. And he keeps showing back up going, oh, people making fun of me. Leave. <laughs> Jeez, if you're in a bad situation, get the hell out of there. God, you're just disgusting. You're making my castle all dirty. <laughs> it's like, it's not even that. It's just the fact that he was complaining about it. If he was there, just a ball of ooze just sitting there being, you know, cool about stuff, I'd probably leave him be. It's like whenever a molder comes around, the, the mold, clunk, crawling mold guy, you know, mm -hmm. when he shows up, it's like, hey, uh, I investigate things. You should pay me. Okay, fine. Here, go investigate something. All right, I'm going to go investigate things. Cool. Get the heck out. You know, the skeleton guys show up, and I'm cool with them, too. I'm cool with whoever. I don't care. As long as you're not being a little a little bitchy menace, then I don't care. You, you're cool. Just, just be where you are and handle your stuff. And if you need me for anything, like you want a sandwich, or you want to fondle a gold coin, or you need a newspaper, hit me up. I'm good. Yep. And, um, well, I mean, that's going to bring us right on over to the next game. But real quick, what do you think? Recommend Sword of the Court to everyone? Absolutely. I mean, if you just have 30 minutes you want to piss away and you don't really care about the result, that's just a fun thing to see what happens. Yep, really good time waster. Free browser game, doesn't cost you anything, and you'll get at least, like, a couple hours of enjoyment out of it. Mm -hmm. But that brings us off to, off to a game that isn't free, but is available on mobile platforms, and that is Reigns the iOS game where you manage a kingdom basically through Tinder. You're swiping left or swiping right and managing your kingdom, trying to keep your gold approval, population, and military all... Or no, your gold, religion, population, and military all balanced. Yeah, you got four meters to get balance. Yep, and if they get too low or get too high, you lose. Either by, if you, let's say, run out of money, it'll say, ah, oh, everything's taken over, the merchants rule everything, and this oligarchy is forcing you to exile. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, the religion's gotten too powerful, they're taking over, stuff like that. So you've got to really keep things in the middle, and it's a really good game because you can't please everyone. You've got you've to keep it to what you need and it's really thinking about the greater good not about individual people which is what's different than sort the court which is all about helping the individuals i love the parallel to tinder i absolutely do because i'll be honest uh back when tinder came out i was sitting there poking at the idea of you know what is this what even is this thing 
and uh, I just kept swiping left on everything, and I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I didn't really care, but I had a lot of fun, you know, just sitting there seeing what people were posting up, and I feel the same way with with this particular game. Uh, as I'm sitting there, I could sit there and just keep swiping left and saying no, 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 and just drive everybody fucking nuts. Um, but the, and then I started playing a little more seriously, and I was able to get a guy to stick around for about 23 years or so, and then ended up turning into a theocracy because I gave too much power to the church. And I'm like, oh, well, screw it. All right, I'm going to prioritize towards business. Well, it turned into an oligarchy. I'm going to prioritize military. Well, I ended up being overthrown in a coup from another kingdom. You know, he was just visiting, and it's like, should I give him a banquet or should I take him hunting? You know, I take him hunting and do a little bit of both, and I end up exiled and dead. So it's like, wow. All right. The, the game does seem to have more randomized consequences, and I'm not a big fan of the theocracy bit because I am not... I, I am atheistic, all right? Now, if you want to sit there and, you know, compare theocracy or, or theocratic stuff to spiritual stuff, you know, being uh, aware of your surroundings and being aware of the spirit realm and astral plane weirdness, all right, fine, fine. There's there's room for that. But it should never be a deciding factor in ruling. So that's my one big gripe about the game. And it's technically not an indie developer either. This is Devolver Games who is, you know, fairly well-known. It just happens to have that indie feel to it. Yeah, definitely. And even though you do bring up religion, personally, I feel like that's not a big deal, even though I am also atheistic, because I feel like that was a big thing back in medieval times. Like, you did have to keep the churches happy, or else there would be a lot of trouble for you, because everyone was religious back then, and you had to be on the side of the churches, or you weren't on the side of the people. But um, I would like to cite King Henry VIII, the founder of the Anglican Church. Yes. I, I love this guy because he sat there and said, you know what? I'm going to rob all the monasteries. I'm going to marry everyone I want and um, uh, thumbed his nose at the Pope the entire time. I absolutely love the guy. Mm -hmm. Real stand-up guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really high morals. Later on, the Anglican Church did end up introducing some morals, and that was a lot of fun to watch, too. But uh, it just I just looked at it and said, hey, any religion will do. All right. That's what weirded me out about that. It's like, oh, I've been overthrown by pagans. Why was I overthrown by pagans? I'm not even with the theocracy bullshit. Dude, if the pagans showed up and said, hey, we want to be pagans. And I would have been like, cool, let's all be pagans. You know, and then some pagan version of the pope, some black pope walks up to me looking like ghost says, hey, uh, we need to do more rock and roll. I'd be like, yeah, we need to do more rock and roll. It just depends, you know, how you approach spirituality and the way the game approaches it, uh, being thematic and stuff like that. I appreciate it. It just wasn't my play style. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and if we go forward, then through, like, multiple actions, if you do very, very very specific things you'll get basically card packs per se but it's not necessarily like you don't open it and it doesn't give you random new cards it's more of you get a situation mm -hmm. for example um if you best someone in a sword fight a bunch you'll get more like you'll get some more combat oriented things i believe and you'll get more moves that you've learned or yeah. If you get out of the labyrinth alive, then you'll get some extra cards. I can't remember any of the specifics. It's been a little while since Ooh, I played Oh, the, the Doctor was a good one as well. 
Oh, yes, the doctor, who was very much against the churches and very pro-science, and if you do things for him, then you'll get extra, like, experiments and stuff that'll show up. Yeah, see, and I would so... remind that being, like, a substitute. Like, if I could get the doctor on my side, then the whole church thing would just fall off, and that would be balancing, you know, the intellectuals with the military types and stuff like that. And I think that's a more realistic simulation, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So uh, this all starts building up, all right? These things become more and more complex. As sort the court is like basic yes or no answers, and you can pretty much figure out the morality from there. Uh, Reigns is a little more difficult because you don't know where the middle ground really sits, and you have to decide for that yourself and just watch the meters, and that can be really difficult. And that brings up one of the more interesting things is that it'll show you by little dots on top of the meters, whether or not you, um, what it will affect. Like, let's say the Pope comes up to you and says, hey, we need to build a new church. It shows you it'll affect religion and it'll affect your gold, but it doesn't tell you how it will affect it. So you know that, let's say, if you have a very weak military at one point, you're not gonna wanna take a lot of risks with your military because you could stand to lose it and then lose the game. Um, and the religion one that I gave you was very obvious what it was going to be, but some of the other ones are very much less obvious in what they would turn out as. Yeah. And giving that adds a little bit of extra paranoia that I do feel rulers had back then when they had to manage everyone on their side, and I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed the game overall. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the game overall as well. Um, would I recommend it? Mm, probably not, unless that's somebody's specific playstyle, because it's not mine. Okay, and I've got to say that I do recommend it. If you've got an extra $3 burning a hole in your pocket, check it out. You'll get some good gameplay experience. Uh, get to year 666, you get to talk with the devil. That's always fun. Um, <laughs> and that's it. So we're moving on to our final game, which is a game that came out a while back. It is a, uh, let me check Steam right now. It released a while back on Steam, and it is $10, and that is the yog so what is the yog war song that is the big question isn't it because we don't rightly know now i'll give the yog itself a lot of credit in a lot of places um first off musically uh the game has a very interesting very haunting score you know you you are quite aware that this is a doomed people that you're trying to at least salvage you know something from um, beforehand, when it was uh, Sort the Court, it's kind of bouncy, kind of repetitive, and the art style is also, you know, fairly repetitive. So, you know, you might get, you know, a, a vampire-like character coming by, and it's the same character, but it's got two different names. So it's not a big deal. It's very much a, a forgivable transgression at this point because it is an independent game. Uh, Devolver's art style was very geometric. So it was easy to sit there and, you know, kind of see where they got certain characters from. You know, they were able to copy-paste a lot and then just move things around. It's like playing a Tangram game. Tangram game. Ugh. All right. Uh, this game uh, has a very different art style and a very different tone. Um, and that really makes a big effect. This game has so much behind it. And it was actually created with, uh, I want to say ClickForce or something along those lines. It was created with a, with a game-making uh, library. Click Team Fusion. There we go. 
it was made with Click Team Fusion. So this is a game that uh, you can actually get the source code to. I believe uh, that's available through Humble Bundle. So if you wanted to see how this game was put together uh, and see how it branches out, because boy, does it branch. Oh, yes. It gives you some random stuff. So um, let's talk about the main gameplay. This is a local multiplayer game, or at least it was only local the last time I played it, where you um, can you can have up to four players or you can control all four players um and the yog is coming in i believe was it seven weeks mm -hmm. and you've got to stop them you don't know what the yog is you don't know how to stop it but you need to prepare because it's coming and you have no idea what's going to happen so you can go to one of several different locations and do one of two things at each location. For example, you can spend the day at the Alchemy Tower and you can do cleaning or you can play with potions. And based on that, different situations will happen in each one. Like, if you're doing potions, maybe you see someone drink a wrong potion, so you've got to try some magic. And if your magic isn't good enough, you might something bad might happen and that'll mm -hmm. negatively affect it. But if it successfully happens, maybe then something different will happen or you can you can spend if you want all seven weeks just drinking furiously at the bar every single day i mean i wouldn't Which recommend is, it, it was, but... it's not recommended but it'd be funny no you um we can because the characters the player characters aren't aware that the yog is coming but there is the sense that they're trying to accomplish something before a, a time period is up mm -hmm. and uh, i typically play two characters at once and Oddly enough, uh, most of my results have been, you know, the kingdom is just utterly abandoned and both characters end up, you know, in, in horrible situations. Um, in my last playthrough, before we started doing this, uh, I was able to get at least one character to actually have like a decent ending and the other one uh, just went mad and got burned inside of his grass hut or something like that. So, you know, fun times. But the branches are persistent. Um, yes. In one case, I had one character in the forest and some rats came up, all right? Uh, because I sat there and told them to be enlightened instead of to be, you know, more feral, um, they decided to go invade the alchemy tower. So while another character, a completely different character, is sitting there in the alchemy tower doing his thing, uh, the rats, you know, show up and take over the place. And then I'm sitting there thinking to myself, well, what can I do? What What is the, a tropey way to fix this problem? Well, w go to the canteen, go to the tavern, and wait for some guy, some adventurer to come by and say, hey, we've got some rack rats in the cellar that you could help us take care of. you know. And a guy did show up, but I'm like, uh, this guy's Pied Piper. This guy's so Pied Piper. I really don't want this guy touching anything. And who knows? The rats might actually help. The rats learning alchemy might actually help us combat this situation. Well, it turns out it doesn't. It doesn't have a positive effect on the game. And it's that it's that um, you have to min max situations instead of actual stats. And meanwhile, you're trying to actually min max stats as well because the characters have to have a high mental stat. At one point, I had a character whose uh, mind stat was really really low, but their magical stat was really really high. So I tried to put them in as the conjurer at the end, and they were so insane at that point that instead of fixing anything they ended up summoning a horde of the undead or something like that and i was like wow oh yeah there's definitely 
Um, once the AUG comes, and we're not going to tell you what the AUG is, but a lot of you will probably know since this game has been out for a long time. Once it comes, um, you and your party, based on the things you've done, have to pick jobs mm -hmm. to help rebuild after the AUG. So, let's say you've got a guy who's very high in magic. You can have him doing magical duties. You've got a guy who's been very combat oriented and you can have and he's very charismatic and you can have him be the leader and you've got a guy who's been drinking furiously for seven weeks and you can have him be the drunk <laughs> spot for everyone in this town so oh, yeah. it's it's very it's it's interesting because it's light-hearted but it's also got a very impending sense of doom throughout I... and there's so many branching paths and so many ways to play this game i'm saying you can complete the base game like one way through in 30 minutes maybe what do you think, 15, 30 minutes? I would say that if somebody just kind of turbos through it, it would take them maybe 10 minutes tops if they're reading the descriptions and actually like even considering what it is that they're doing. If they're going off of like a wiki guide, two minutes. You know, they're just like, okay, that situation, boom. That's the situation, boom. That's the situation, boom. You know, go here, do this, boom, 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 boom. You know, there's many ways to play this game, but if you're sitting there and you're one of these people that's sitting there trying to like puzzle out, you're trying to game the game properly, um, yeah, you, you might be there for a while. And uh, I really, uh, I think this game's actually available on mobile platforms as well, which makes it a lot of fun to just pick up and, and play with whenever you want to. Yeah, um, and so you can complete this pretty short, but there are a load of possible endings, and uh, just doing a quick search on the iPhone, at least it's not on iPhone, it might be on Google No, Play. it's only on Steam. It's only on okay. Steam, so it's PC only. So, but you will be um, there for a while. If you want to see every ending and every possibility, you could easily get 10 hours of gameplay out of this. Mm -hmm. And it for 10 hours and $10, it's 10 hours of quality gameplay, and it's very mm -hmm. fun, and I couldn't recommend it enough. And the game's already about four years old, but it still it still holds really well. And I, again, I have to compliment the art style and the music. Um, while some of the music in some of the other games gets a little on the repetitive side, this game manages to to keep the music um, uh, context sensitive. So as good things fresh. are happening, as as good things are happening, you kind of get a bouncy beat. When things are going badly, you know things drop off. And then of course, when everything is is you know being sum, uh, summarized. Um, depending on how well you did, uh, is you know what the music tone is going to be set at. So if you did rather well, then things are going to be pretty happy. But just even if one of the characters had like a bad ending, uh, the music tone suddenly drops completely out, and I, I think that's very good because it does prioritize, you know, the city versus the character. Yeah, and when you get a bad ending, you get a bad ending oh, it yeah. is depressing and grim and you watch the character that you've played with hit just rock bottom and everything that they have is crushed and it really makes you want to play it again and again and again to try and get those good endings but you don't know until you get a good ending what works and what doesn't yeah and in this case don't don't look it up first you know if you're gonna go ahead and play this Try to play it through as, as a virgin as possible, um, if that's even possible, considering how many YouTubers have, have touched this game. 
Yeah, I definitely I saw it through the Yogscast's coverage. So I got a little bit spoiled, but there is still so much content. They did like four or five episodes on it, and there was still they didn't even scrape the surface on what you could do in that game. Yeah, it is so. really well scripted. And again, the persistence of one incident happening to one character and that affecting another part of the city and having another character experience that, your decisions really do have consequences in the Yogg. Yeah. And um, um, let's just try and wrap this up. I personally cannot recommend the Yog enough. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all technically the same game. They're all about managing. They're all about keeping your meters at levels and min-maxing situations. Mm-hmm. But they're all different. You've got the two um, kingdom management, and you've got the person management. You've got the Tinder, and you've got the morality, and then you've got drinking straight for seven weeks. So (laughs) all three of these are great games, and I recommend you check out at least two of them, whichever two you you are interested the most. And I feel like if you're trying to get into, like, the kingdom management genre, these three are great games to pick up on. This would be a great game to, to introduce somebody to the concept of gaming and even game design because of how well they flow, how well they're both, all of them are scripted well. All right. I didn't see any um, flaws or bugs with any of them, you know, and when things come out of you from left field, like um, they tend to in Reigns and the Yogg, uh, you know, you can see how it is, you know, the, that particular tree expanded in that particular direction. Uh, and random stuff that happens in uh, Sword the Core is just random, and it is just random silliness. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm just going to do a quick wrap-up. Um, so you can check out all three of these games, and you can check out all of our things. And Warsong, how, how, can they, how can they check out your things, and how can they support you in your things by throwing you thousands and thousands of dollars? <laughs> I wish. Which no. they should. If they're real fans. Only true fans will support this, which means I'm not getting much. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, if you go to uh, my Rage Login blog, uh, see, I always tell myself that I'm going to keep the URL, like, handy. And it's ragelogin.blogspot.com. Thank you. Thank you. It is. Um, and I keep forgetting to. So, yes, yeah, to check out ragelogin.blogspot.com. And uh, that will link to the rest of my media sites. And you can uh, take a look at what's going on there. And if you think that uh, what I do is worth supporting, then uh, you can find links there to help out. And for me, you can see my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash games. That's where I post pretty much all of my things. And the things that aren't there, you can see on computerfigure.com, the Computer Figure Network YouTube channel, and homeofnerds.com, where I do all my game reviews. You can follow both of us on Twitter. I'm twitter.com twitter.com slash chocolatier games and you are twitter.com slash warsong right yep you're at warsong just at warsong and that's both of us and that's both of us signing off um i'll see you guys next time bye-bye bye